Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky, and we are continuing our series entitled How to Slow Down for Loving Union. And today we're going to look at the practice, the dual practices of silence and solitude. Um, So one of the things you see in the life of Jesus is he would get away from the crowds, sometimes try to get away and not succeed, but get away from the crowds to be alone excuse me, for a sizable period of time if possible, to be quiet, um, to be alone, silence and solitude, to be with the Father. And um, throughout the history of Christianity, the church has lifted up the practice of silence and solitude as a key means to be with the Lord. Now, this is both a practice that stands on its own and also a practice that's designed to be done in tandem with other practices so one can spend a day in silence and solitude and uh, spend time in contemplation with Scripture, spend time with fixed-hour prayer, spend time with centering prayer, whichever whichever kind of um, uh, other practice you want to wet it with. But even by itself, the discipline of getting rid of the noise, and I don't mean sound, um, the world is full of sounds that God has made, but there's also noise that we make, and it's both auditory and just busyness. The noise of life, we get away from the noise of life by moving into silence and moving into being alone. And in silence and solitude, we we don't have an agenda other than be with the Father. And this this seemingly, on the surface, useless practice can be probably one of the most helpful things to cultivate loving union with the Father. It can also help cultivate other things in spiritual life because often what happens in silence and solitude is when all the outward noise is pushed away, your inward noise comes to the surface. And then it can be heard or you could say the the inward turmoil is seen, and whether you use a, a an auditory metaphor or a visual metaphor, either way you can bring it to the Father, and He can begin to help you um, work on it and do self work. There's just something about the starkness of being alone and being silent, with no agenda, with no one around, that can be so powerfully life changing. Uh, Blaise Pascal, um, famous mathematician and Christian apologist, said, essentially, I'm paraphrasing, that um, most men um, are just completely unable to be in a room by themselves for more than like an hour. And this was written 500 years ago. And so so being silent and being alone and with the Lord is a powerful spiritual practice. But as I said earlier, usually it's wedded with other practices. So one might move into silence, move into solitude, practice centering prayer. Just be with the Father and and maybe repeat the Jesus prayer or or some other scriptural phrase, as I talked about in a past podcast. Or one might move into contemplation on scripture, and we'll talk about this in in a subsequent context. uh, um, Context. A podcast, excuse me. And um, I'm recording this one in the afternoon. I'm a little uh, having a little afternoon sleepy. So, as you all know, this is not a highly professional podcast. This is really designed 
for those in our parish, um, just for me to get a chance to share stuff. So excuse my, my yawns and my, um, yeah, my two yawns, but back to the point, um, it can be one of these other things like Lectio Divina, because to really do those well, you have to cultivate silence and solitude. And the weird thing about silence and solitude is often in the midst of it, there's no perceptible sense of God sometimes, but you know, for the most part, it's just you're silent and you're alone. And yet what you're doing is it's, you're putting yourself in a radical position of trust because you're saying, I have no idea what's going on. I'm out of, I have no control. I'm just being with the father and I'm trusting him to work. Now, how do you do it? Well, some of you might be listening to this and think, uh, there is no way in my crazy busy life I could carve out days or weeks of solitude. What are you talking about? Well, I would say this one is um, you might be surprised that periodically you might be able to find an afternoon or a day where you could be alone with the Lord. Maybe it's a favorite place you could go be. Maybe it's a place in your yard. Maybe you could drive over to the Abbey of Semini. You might be surprised if you plan ahead that you might be able to do that. But what I would start with is simply um, in, in, in your daily routine, maybe a few times a week, um, your daily time with the Lord is just add five or ten minutes and his purpose to be still and be alone and be silent. Maybe it's three minutes. Take what you can do and start there. In fact, most practices and habits start better small and do what you can do. It's said that Susanna Wesley, the, the mother of John Wesley, um, had a house full of kids. If I remember right, it might have been 20 kids. And in those days, that was not uncommon. And you can imagine how crazy that household was. And she would simply pause, pull her apron over her face, and all her children knew to be quiet. And she would pause and be alone with the Lord. But the main thing to do is is to find a place where you can do it, find the time, and start small, and begin to practice this. And and the only way I think you can really get into this is to do it, and the more you do it, the more you'll realize how life-giving and helpful it can be. God bless, and have a great day.